Wednesday saw an even more intense bombardment than usual. The building shook and windows rattled as strike after strike hit the darkened city. We retreated to the corridor, putting as many walls as possible between us and the outside, theoretically reducing the risk of blast and shrapnel injury. Dawn finally broke and exhausted, we sloped off back to our rooms to catch up on sleep. At 10am, Zarina awoke me. Paul, there's been a hit. There are casualties. Grabbing the camera, we raced a few hundred yards to the communal gardens of a housing block around the corner. Elderly residents, many still in shock, milled around, confused and distraught by the carnage. Others were already trying to clean up the broken glass from the dozens of shattered windows and collapsing balconies. The first fatality I found was an older man lying behind a tree, felled in the explosion. He wore overalls, work boots and orange gardening gloves. His head was practically severed, but his wide open eyes stared skyward. The blood from his gaping throat wound had stained his blue overalls a deep crimson red. Fifty yards further on, partially hidden by a parked car, I saw an older woman's feet sticking out. I filmed as the policeman turned her crumpled body to inspect the catastrophic injuries to her upper body. She had survived the initial blast, but nothing could have saved her life. Sasha and Irina, brother and sister, died together tending the gardens they loved. Their only crime was being Ukrainian in a world poisoned by Vladimir Putin's apocalyptic vision in which Ukraine ceases to exist.